Hey everybody, it's Lisa Wilcox here from Nightmare on Elm Street, Star Trek, etc. Listen to Three Guys That Horror. It doesn't make sense. What, Three Guys That Horror? This is really awful. Maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. What was it, wild animals? So what are you thinking? I'm thinking zombies. What? You know, the undead. Ghouls. You look gorgeous. Oh my. Are you in this together? Flesh-eating zombies. Don't joke, it's really, really creepy. Oh, man. This isn't gonna end well. They gravitate towards things they did when they were alive. Coffee. Chardonnay. Did she just say Chardonnay? Yeah, she did. Welcome to my world, zombies. I've been telling you this is all gonna end badly. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm quite confident of my ability to defend myself against the undead. I can see that. Excuse me. Those are some pretty good cuts. You played some minor league ball, didn't you? Well, um, a little class A. It was a long time ago. Hello, welcome back to Three Guys That Horror. Uh, later on, we're going to be talking about The Dead Don't Die, which is currently in theaters, so go check it out. Um, before I introduce our new guest host, um, we're going to hear a little something from our sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. All right, so go check them out. Buy some stuff from them. And yeah, that's it. So, uh, happy to introduce Chase, who's stepping in. Chase, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing good, man. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, been listening to you guys for a long time and love what you guys do. And I'm a lifelong horror fan myself, so glad to talk some horror with you. 
Awesome, man. We're, we appreciate you coming on. So just to get to know you a little bit better, um, you said you're a lifelong horror fan. So when did that start and how? Uh, uh, well, when I was younger, me and my buddies, we would all go to the video store back when that was primetime video store renting times. <laughs> but uh, we uh, would go there and we they'd have a huge shelf of horror stuff and we'd always be looking at like the covers and said how cool they were and then we started renting them and <laughs> the first one we watched was the uh horrid uh leprechaun four in space <laughs> and it was not good so it's kind of shocking that i am a horror fan after watching that because it's not good <laughs> yeah i miss those days man just walking down the aisles looking at cover art and all that shit and then accidentally going to the porn section <laughs> oh yeah or maybe not oh, yeah. accidentally but <laughs> just peeking in the corner yeah, like just... what pretend slowly walking by and taking a little peek yeah like the girls are going wild tapes and stuff <laughs> but oh uh, yeah i'm guilty of that for oh, sure yeah. scrambled porn anyway um <laughs> so i mean give me your uh your top five i know that might be hard just five horror movies Ooh. you absolutely love or top ten or top. a couple of your favorites top five okay well uh I'll go with the norm. Uh, I'm a big Halloween fan. Uh, that's, I mean, that's probably my number one. Uh, I know it's like cliche or whatever, but that's uh, there's something about that movie. And then probably number two is Halloween three, sticking with the Halloween franchise. Uh, I didn't watch that one uh, when I was younger because I was like everybody else saying, "Oh, it's going to be terrible because Michael Myers isn't in it." But then I watched it later on, and I don't know, when I was in college, I think, and I just thought it was one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Not as far as, like, gore and stuff, but just, like, the storyline and stuff they put together after having to do away with Michael Myers for a movie. I thought it was great. And then, um, I don't know, uh, I'm into, like, 90s teen horror flicks, too. Uh, the Faculty has always been one of my favorites. Um Faculty over Scream all day. Damn, uh, it's bold. <laughs> it is bold. Yeah, I know. It may be bold, but it is a it is a, it's no, an underrated movie. I no, I completely agree. But I just I don't think I've ever heard someone pick Faculty over Scream before. I like no, it. I like just, it. Yeah, that's just a movie I can watch on repeat. Probably. Uh, I love Scream. Don't get me wrong, but the Faculty is just I don't know. I could I could just sit there and watch it over and over again. It's great. But yeah, that's. I mean, as far as like off the top of my head, that's where I'm coming down to right now. <laughs> right on. What about, um, let's say, more recent couple last couple years horror? What's been your favorite titles to come out? Um, I was a big fan of Hereditary. I didn't know. Uh, I think were you guys fans of that? I couldn't remember. Um, yeah, we all we all. Part, I yeah. think we all dug it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really thought that was great. Um, I wasn't too big on the new Halloween. Uh, it was it was okay. I, I had some problems with it. Um, what, the doctor? I'm trying to think of the doctor what re- recent. Yes, that was terrible. Yeah, yes. it, was, it was interesting. Doctor Sartain. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm good on that. <laughs> how did you uh, How did you find the show? Just out of curiosity. Um, uh, I've been listening to podcasts for a while, and being the horror fan that I am, I, uh, was, I just searched <laughs> horror podcasts, I think, uh, 
I think on just iTunes or something, and you guys popped up because there for a while I'd been searching and I couldn't find anything. I had to uh, listen to like regular movie podcasts, and every once in a while they do a horror film. Horror bastard. And then, yeah, it was it was pretty bad times. <laughs> That's cool. I don't I don't think I've ever heard of someone searching for us on iTunes. Or yeah. Places. Cool. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Should we jump into emails? Yes, sir. Let's jump into emails. All right. Three guys at horror at gmail.com, guys. That is the number three. But we actually don't have any emails this week, so let's go over to our social media. Uh, but keep sending in those emails, guys. But if you want a little easier, you can join us on our social medias Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just search three guys at horror, and you'll find us on any of those platforms. Uh, so, okay. This one, I actually, I got to apologize to. Wet my paints. I missed his last week, so this one is from last week. But he asked. Oh, and he also said, I guess on previous shows I've called him Wet my pants, not Wet my paints. So uh, I apologize to him. For that's that. uh, that's David. He's a good guy. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, so he said, with Brightburn emerging as a genre bending horror superhero movie, what other non horror franchise would you like to see explore? on the horror route in the indie film universe. He didn't do that one? I thought you asked something similar to that. Maybe a similar question, but I definitely didn't read this one last week. Let's see. Uh, He says, I personally think Star Wars would be cool to go way off track and elect to follow, like, an outcasted Jedi or something who is killing people. Or maybe make a dope monster flick or something. Possibly dead sith lords who haunt stuff feels like there's something that there that would be fun to see That's that cool. would be yeah that would definitely be a cool little idea along those so lines. i guess so a non-horror all right yeah um, what do you got todd well i mean sticking with star wars there there was I, I don't know if it's a comic or a book but there's something where like stormtroopers fight zombies or something and the artwork is like always really cool for it. Like so, if you Google stormtroopers and zombies, that'll pop up, and they're all like zombied out. That's pretty sweet. But um, let's see, something like maybe like an Alice in Wonderland, like being super twisted. I know there's um, yeah that one. I forget what it's called, a sequel or a video game or something that's really out there. But because that fucking movie's already jacked up, like off of their head and shit. Imagine if they was just bloody. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I'll be down for that. Chase, you, you got any thoughts? Um, so are we talking like franchises or just uh, just single just, movies? Just, just anything non-horror related that could possibly make a cool horror idea. Uh, I've always been into like, I mean, other than horror, my favorite movies are like gangster films like Scarface or goodfellas or something like that i think if they did something like that with horror that would be great like something like scorsese-esque yeah hell yeah i it's so funny you mentioned that because at scaricon the con i was at there was actually an indie filmmaker there who had made a movie he was selling of a mob boss that was killed and he comes back from the dead to exact vengeance i can't remember the name of it right now but i was like that sounds fucking awesome so i'd be totally down for that Oh man, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, I'll see if I can uh, find out who it was and what the title was. But that yeah. I, I I was actually gonna say something similar because I I also love mob movies and I think something on that line would be really cool to see for sure. I know Tarantino's Definitely. I know Tarantino's talked about doing a horror movie before, so I can just imagine how great that would be. 
Oh, oh hell my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I want to see a Star Trek movie that keeps talking about, man. His new movie yeah. looks his new movie looks pretty cool with, uh, there's like a Charles Manson tie into it. Yeah. Have you seen the previews for that? Yeah. yeah. It's great. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, cool. All right, let's go to our next one. It comes to us from at Finger Cigarette, and she says, uh, I need you guys to talk more about alien movies. Uh, so maybe we can do an alien episode, Todd. That is true. I don't think we've done many alien movies. They had a, oh, is she talking about like Xenomorph, like aliens, aliens, Ridley Scott, or just aliens in general? I'm assuming aliens in general, but who, and I'm not sure. All right. Well, if we're doing aliens in general, Fire in the Sky is amazing. Yes. Um, that movie is fucking still creepy, man. When he's all locked up in the, the mothership or whatever, and they're fucking experimenting on him and shit, that's fucking really scary. But um, as far as... Mars Mars Attacks. Mars. Oh, excellent. You got Jim Brown. You got Jim <laughs> yep. Brown punching out aliens. That's always Hell good. Hell yeah. <laughs> what other... Aliens movies are there, like scary ones. Yeah, I Leprechaun mean, Four and Space. <laughs> Callback. <laughs> Jason X. Jason X. <laughs> Those aren't really alien movies. Those are just yeah. movies. <laughs> um. Um. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think of like some horror related. Oh well, there was one recently I watched called uh, Extraterrestrial, but it wasn't very good. And it's, that title just sounds like a X Files <laughs> episode, which X Files yeah. is awesome. Sure. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do some research on this, Todd, and uh, maybe do an alien episode for our uh, listener here. Yeah. As far as uh, Ridley Scott alien movies, he's uh, got the green light for his third in this trilogy he's doing. So I hope we did do. Huh? Oh, sorry, I was gonna say we did do Alien Covenant, the new Alien Covenant, and I don't. I I disliked it. I think you liked it though, right? Uh, yeah, I liked it, but didn't love it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, his third one's gonna come out. So I hope. I just I hope that they let him do what he wants because I think they keep telling him he has to throw aliens in there. So if he doesn't want to do that, like just don't make him do that. Maybe his movie will be better. I guess. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. And then she also says, uh, "Have any of you guys watched the Final Girls?" Uh, she said, "I haven't seen it yet. Um. Definitely looks more like a comedy than anything. I'm assuming she means the one from a few years ago, right? With uh, Taista Famiga. Is that her name? The girl from the Nun. Yeah, yeah, movies. I love that movie. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've seen it too, and I I loved it as well. Did you see that one, Chase? Yes, I did see it. I, it's been. I saw it when it first came out. I can't remember everything about it, but I remember liking it. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty fun watch. It's kind of like a throwback slasher style where they they get sucked in. That's the one where they get sucked into the movie screen, right? And yeah. then like they're yeah. in a slasher movie. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really fun. I I definitely recommend checking that one out. It's it's not perfect, but it's definitely fun and also has some emotion. There's some emotional stuff in there with the girls' it's dead mom and stuff like it. that yeah. too. It does. Doesn't yeah. it have that uh, Adam Devine guy from like Workaholics in it? Yeah, he's like, why don't you go suck a turd? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then what else? Oh, sorry. So she has one more too. Um, she said, I'm sure I've asked this one before, but I just want to know. If you guys watched Halloween Pussy Trap Kill Kill yet? Uh, negative. Negative. No, I. I'll, I'll uh, definitely nope. with a t- with a title like that. I will definitely have to. I'll write this one down for sure and check it out. Um, but all right, uh, let's go to our next one on Instagram here. I know we have a few um, Dead Don't Die related ones, so we'll save those for the end. But okay, this one comes to us from at Rise Horror Corner. And he's got a Mary Fuck Kill for us. Zombie movie edition. 
Tilda Swinton, uh, Lucy Davis, uh, Diane from Shaun of the Dead. I'm trying to think who's that one. Can you, you guys? I can't. Who's I can't Lucy think. Davis or? Uh, Lucy Davis. He said Shaun of the Dead. She's Diane. It's probably his girlfriend, it. I imagine. Let me look. Okay. All right. And also Galen Ross from Dawn of the Dead '78. Bro, <laughs> I got. I got to go first for this one. Okay. Galen Ross, I'm marrying because she's fucking. She's she's actually really pretty in person too, even though she's you know getting up there in age. But she's awesome. Um, I'm killing Swinton because she's just, especially in Dead Don't Die, she's really out there. Um, and oh no, it's not his girlfriend. Lucy Davis is oh the other dude, his girlfriend. Oh, uh, okay, the, the brunette, the brunette one. Yeah. Uh, well, she's, blo- she's blonde in this picture. Yeah, but the other one, not not Sean. Okay, um, gotcha. So I'll nail her, I guess. Okay, uh, I guess I'll go next. Uh, so I'm going to marry Galen Ross. Actually, I think I'm going to go the same exact route as you, Todd, because Tilda Swinton scares me. She's, she's freaky, dude. She's really freaky looking, and uh, she probably yeah, fucked with you gonna... too. And like, you get home from work and she's dressed as a man, and you can't tell the difference because <laughs> she's really good at makeup and. Yeah, Eesh. she's played. She's played. She played a dude in the Suspiria remake. Yeah. Uh, she played a couple different characters, but she played a guy as well at one point. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go the same exact route as you, Todd. Not to be unoriginal, but that's just how I'd go. What do you got, Chase? Uh, let's go. Uh, marrying Lucy Davis, and uh, wh- who was the other one besides Swinton? Galen, uh, Ross. Galen Ross from uh, Dawn of the Dead. 78. Okay, I'm fucking her, and then I don't want anything to do with Tilda Swinton. <laughs> so. Tilda gets killed by all three, then. <laughs> uh, Alright, next one comes to us from Rat 10 Do you think zombie movies, even comedy-based zombie movies, are pretty much dead? What do you think, Chase? Uh, okay, well, what was the question again? Do you think zombie movies uh, are dead based, are like pretty much dead, the genre? I mean, I wouldn't say they're dead. I would say that I'm getting tired of the zombie genre right now because, I mean, it feels like since we've had Walking Dead that it's just been an overload. But uh, I wouldn't say they're dead. I could, I mean, I could see somebody coming out with new ideas and stuff like that. So hopefully it's not dead, but I'm just kind of tired of it as right now. Did he say zombie or zombie comedy in the question? Uh, both. He said, do you think both. zombie movies, even comedy-based ones? Oh. Um, I'm with Chase. I'm tired of them. But until I see, like, a um, uh, Train to Busan, and then I'm like, oh, shit, they're, they can still be good. So, But um, Walking Dead, man, ugh, it's just so bad. Now. It's like... Yeah, unwatchable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to echo the same things as you. It I've de- I'm definitely worn out, but then, like Todd said, a a gem will come in, like a train to Busan, Busan, and you get excited about the genre again, and you see that they're still they still can do something different with the genre and something exciting and new. So um, most of them, I I don't get excited about, but every now and again, there will be something exciting that comes out that will give me uh, a little hope for yeah. the genre. Yeah, okay. I mean it will. It will never die, though. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it's been, you know, zombies have been prevalent in the horror genre for, you know, 60-plus years, and 
they're never gonna go away. There, people will always be making zombie movies. I mean, obviously, The Walking Dead started this resurgence of just oversaturation of zombie movies, and uh, that's I think what really turned a lot of people off. So. I definitely think they'll go away for a little bit, but then, you know, someone will make a new one and will revive. Kind of like, you know, the slasher genre went away for a little bit, and then Scream kind of revived that, so... well, I, I don't know. I think they're still going to be going, because Walking Dead has three movies planned. And then, ugh, why? And then, um, don't they realize... They're fucking losing, like, viewers like crazy, are they not? Like, I mean, maybe it's still doing well. I, I just feel it's, like it's... I mean, it's that, not that like... It's not the levels that it was, but it's still making fucking shit ton of money. But uh, yeah, they're doing three movies, and um, World War Z two part is part coming out. Like I was surprised on that because the first one was like all over the place. So I'm surprised it got a sequel, but that's coming out. So yeah, there's a lot on the horizon. Yeah, well, I'm not excited for any of that. <laughs> Agreed. Um, but, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so I think on Instagram, the rest is. Dead Don't Die related, so we will save that for after the show. Um, let's go over to Facebook real quick here. Alrighty. Sorry, Todd. <laughs> I'm uh, pulling it up. It's alright, I'm not going to edit it. We'll just roll with it. <laughs> Behind the scenes action here, people. Uh, we'll talk amongst yourselves for a second because I lost it. <laughs> so about do we st- we have a Twitter? You guys can follow us on Twitter. I don't I don't even have freaking Twitter, so <laughs> that's all Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what Twitter's. It's like like a like you get like twenty words or something to put on there or some shit like that. Yeah, it's more than that. Like that. It's like yeah. is it two hundred now? Oh, it's like a little story then, huh? Yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of. But you can you can put pictures on it now and stuff like that. So they've gotten a little more progressive. But it's pretty big. I mean, it, it's still going strong. So, um, but yeah. All right, I fi- I pulled up Facebook here. So let's get into that. Uh, um, okay, this one comes to us from Ivy Jean, and she wants to know, or she wants us to share our thoughts on the rising price of horror conventions. It's fucking ridiculous. I think we've talked about this a lot. It's because those fucking cute kids from it and uh stranger things fucking bring all the girls in so they charge whatever and then everyone else drives their prices up but you know who keeps their prices low mr sid Haig, 10 bucks a shot every time absolutely that sexy son of a bitch uh, <laughs> yeah. oh he's he's uh he's coming near me to do a photo op in his spalding outfit so i'm gonna get that oh, for awesome. sure is mosley gonna be there too he is yep during combo uh, awesome awesome they need to get uh, uh, Sherry Moon at one of these to do, like, the trio. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, her photo, then the photo op would probably go up to, like, $200. Is that, what is it now, Todd, for that? Do you know? Uh, it's not out yet, but I'm assuming, like, 150 Are you guys Sherry Moon much. fans? That's, um, I think she's a, a babe, but her acting in the last couple <laughs> movies is pretty questionable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I got into like into an argument with a guy not too long ago because I I like her, but uh, and his argument was that like Rob Zombie cast her and everything, and her laugh is annoying and all that stuff. And I said, well, I mean, he, the him casting her's on him, but I thought like 
as far as the horror genre goes, like because most of the acting in the horror genre is pretty pretty bad. So <laughs> I think she's she's pretty good for. I mean, what she's been cast as, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. the I think where she struggles is when she tries to be more serious. Like in Corpses, she did awesome, and then Rejects is kind of a serious role. And it's like, eh. But um, yeah, yeah. she's got a good butt. I'll see her coming, bro. <laughs> Uh, what about you? Have, have you been to a lot of uh, conventions, Chase? Uh, I haven't been to many like across like like in many other states, but I always go to uh, Texas Frymare. Okay, cool. And it's always been a good time. Uh, yeah. I think the coolest person I've met from there, as far as uh, like just being a genuinely nice guy, is uh, Richard Brake from and. Uh, from I guess it was Rob Zombie's Thirty One, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm trying to think of what else he's been in. I can't think of it off the top of my head. I know he's been in some like bigger. He was in Halloween too, but I guess that's another Rob Zombie. Uh, so yeah, he also I don't plays know. He's the Night guy. King. Yeah, he plays the Night Game King Game in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. He's he's just a cool guy, man. We we sit and talk for a while, and he's just. I mean, he had all this insight on how like that acting business goes and stuff like that and he was a good dude to talk to cool uh yeah as far as me for the rising price of heart conventions i mean it's been out of control for a while now uh i remember when i met robert england 10 years ago he was 30 or 40 dollars and now he's a hundred dollars i mean it's just insane the inflation over the past 10 years and I don't know why. I guess it's just because of the popularity of these conventions has just really taken off. And, uh, yeah, so I mean, it stranger, sucks. Stranger Things kids, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, and then you got, like, now a lot of them won't even take table photos with you, which I think is total bullshit. Like, you know, if you're paying for an autograph, you should be able to get a table photo with the celebrity. Um, so I think yeah. that's bullshit. Like, that, like that's what England does, which I can understand with England because you know his line is so fucking long at every convention, and you know for them to get through it, he can't do you know both. But for most celebrities, I, I think it's bullshit um, when they won't take table photos and whatnot. But and now you know, like the price of photo ops has gotten outrageous and. Uh, but I do like the uh, inclusion of, like, in-costume photo-ups, like you were talking about, Todd, with Sid Haig, Bill Mosley. Like, I would pay extra for that. I do think that's cool, and uh, I'm happy to see that they're doing stuff like that. Now, I saw that the Strangers, Pray at Night people just did an in-costume photo-op, and you get Art the Clown at yeah. Scaracon last week when I was there, was doing an in-costume photo-op. Elvira but, does it a lot, too. Yeah, Elvira does it, yeah. I mean, it's definitely cool, but, man... What, Art the Clown was charging $90 for his Ooh. in-costume photo op. 90 That's, fucking wow. guys. He's been in one movie. Like, <laughs> relax, dude. Bro. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he's bigger than he is. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, we need to have but, him back on and then and be like, hey, man. Remember <laughs> where you back. came from, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dial it back a little, man. Um, I guess we can have a con and we can start charging 90 bucks. <laughs> All right, we get like zero people. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oh shit! But yeah, um, so yeah, it's disappointing. But I mean, we we're we're the ones that are paying it. So maybe we need to start like uh, you know, start a petition or something to fucking calm down. I think four, I think forty is a good max for for people. Yeah, I I would say 
40 is good. Anything over that, it starts to get a little crazy. There's not many people out to pay over 44, but, um, you know, Carpenter, I I forget what I paid for Carpenter. I want to say he was expensive, though. He was probably 70 or 80 bucks. But, you know, once in a lifetime, people like, are like complete icons like that. It's worth it to me. But Yeah, like George was, I think, 80 when I got him. Which yeah. Which is worth it because my favorite, so. Absolutely. But that, the yeah, difference yeah. is he's done like 25 movies, and then this other right. guy's done one. It's like, dude. Yeah. Or you can just yeah. find them somewhere other than a convention and get them for free, I guess. That's true, yeah. Uh, yeah, my uh, girlfriend, uh, she went to, she works for the library system, and she went to Florida, I guess it was three summers ago, and Jamie Lee Curtis was doing a, she had just written a children's book or something like that, and uh, she was uh, signing the children's books because she put on a, like, convention there for the people that were in the library association, and... My girlfriend got in line to get all the children's books signed, and then she was the only one. She threw a copy of Halloween up there. Wow. We got that for free. So that's amazing. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, I I actually met Jamie Lee for free as well. She was doing a, uh, a speaking engagement at a local college here, and um, one of my buddies actually he's like a a member of my horror group. He had messaged me and said, "Hey, you know Jamie Lee's going to be in town." I know like exactly where to stand where like she comes out with her private car and uh, we went down there and we got uh, there was like only like a handful of people and she stopped and she signed for all of us it was, it was really awesome but yeah <laughs> very cool <laughs> uh, alright so let's go to our next question here um, it comes to us from our buddy Brian and he wants to know um Thoughts on Amityville 1974? He said, I personally don't think we need another take on the DeFeo murders. I didn't even know. So, yeah, I think I did hear about this. They're making a new Amityville movie. Uh, number 15 or something? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm not, I won't watch it. <laughs> They've made so fucking many, it's ridiculous. Like, I, they, I think, like, they made, enough, like, two recently that like, didn't even, like, make it out into distribution or anything. It just randomly got dumped, like, in random places. Uh, I think the well, last one was Awakening. Like, yeah, wait, well, there was one that came out after Awakening, too, that I don't think it got, like, any... Dis- Awakening, actually, I have a theatrical poster from that, and it never even got released theatrically. Huh. Uh, yeah. Did Julian um, send you that? Then, what? Did Julian send you that? He did, yeah. Nice. Shout out to Julian. <laughs> out, cool guy. Yeah, shout out to Julian. I know he's a listener. But yeah, he sent me that along with a uh, another awesome thing he sent me was uh, the Blair Witch poster when it was originally called The Woods before oh, like they nice. announced to be. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, he's he, he's an awesome, awesome guy. Um, but yeah, uh, Chase, do you hear about this one, the Amityville 74 movie? I haven't, but the last one I watched was the uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds one. So yes. I'm not too up to date on my Amityville. I'm pretty sure that's the same one I watched too, last one, which is, yeah. what, 10 years plus? Yeah. yeah. I think it was 2005, 2006 was when that one came out. Yeah, somewhere in that area. Boners for Ryan Reynolds though, guys, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got those sweatpants on. <laughs> Uh, also, uh, also, he wants our thoughts on Ready or Not. I think it will be a fun movie in the vein of your next. I actually have not. I saw that this trailer was released, but I haven't watched it yet. 
Yeah, same for me. I saw the trailer, and I think it looks great. I mean, it's got the uh, girl from, what is it, uh, The Babysitter. and Oh, cool. The uh, She did that one movie with the guy from The Mayhem. Walking Dead. Mayhem, yeah. And uh, I thought the trailer looked great. Uh, I won't say anything. I'll just let you guys watch it for yourselves. But I think it, I think it looks good. Sounds like a trailer review for next episode, Todd. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, stay tuned, guys. We're doing the Banana Splits trailer tonight. So I'm excited to talk about that. Um, but he said, keep up the great work. Your buddy Brian from Outsiders of Horror Podcast. Um, and I actually wanted to mention the Outsiders of Horror Podcast um, because at, I forgot to mention it last episode, but um, Brian Farmer from The Outsiders was at the con last weekend. Um, really awesome guy. Um, got to talk with him a little bit. Um, wish I could have got Man, there was, like, so much I wanted to do at ScareCon, but it was just, like, since it was our first convention and stuff, there was just so, like, it was just so overwhelming. Um, and with Jeremy at our table on Saturday, I wasn't able to secure a lot of the interviews and whatnot and get our friends on. Um, that I want to do. So next con, um, I'll definitely be uh, more uh, focused and in tune. But Jeremy was awesome, and we thank you. Uh, and speaking of cheap con prices, Jeremy was the cheapest guest um, at Scaricon um, at $20 plus a free photo. So nice. <laughs> shout out for him to keeping it um, cheap and being modest. <laughs> yeah, we got to figure out uh, what com- kind of competition we're going to do for his posters he signed for us yeah absolutely yeah well definitely um yeah i got like four or five extras obviously i'm gonna send you out one to you todd um but uh yeah for everyone else it'll probably be something as simple as tagging us on the social medias or something like that but definitely keep an eye out we'll have a few different winners for that um maybe when we hit a thousand followers on instagram or something so go and follow us on instagram if you haven't yet Tell your friends, get us to a thousand followers, and that's when we'll do the giveaway. Um, but all right, I think that might be it. I think the rest are going to be dead, don't die related. Oh, actually, we had one on Twitter, so let me pull up the Twitter one real quick here. Um, so thank you to our first Twitter que- uh, question. Uh, this one comes to us from at Jedi Mind. So congratulations to you, sir. You are our first Twitter question. Um, he wants to know, the scariest movie you refuse to watch alone. So that's my friend Mondo. He gave me shit okay. because I referred to a machete that he bought me. That was him. Sorry, <laughs> Mondo. I referred to you as friend. But yeah. Scariest movie you refuse to watch alone. Um, that doesn't really apply to me anymore. Um, I don't, do you guys have anything? I mean, as an adult, probably nothing. But as a kid, um, probably pull like Poltergeist Two scared the shit out of me, or, or like Pet Cemetery really freaked me out. I've said that like a million times on this show already, but those are just the two that scared me a lot. Chase, uh, yeah, yeah, not not nowadays, but uh, I'm trying to think of when I was like. Uh, there was a movie called uh, The Fortress. Have you seen that? No. Uh, it was like a Australian like made-for-TV movie. And it came on TV a few times when I was younger. And it was about like this uh, classroom. Like I don't know. I guess they were out in the outback or something like that. And like these men with like guns. And they have like 
a Santa Claus mask and a cat mask and a duck mask and they pretty much chase the the school kids like around and like anytime they need help like they find help or whatever those guys will kill them and then like they try to find a way to survive at the end and they like kill them with like sticks and stones and stuff like that i mean it would it's probably not very scary now but then at the time man it scared the shit out of me i'm definitely gonna have to check that one out i've definitely never seen that what's it called here sure uh fortress the fortress okay cool i think i watched it uh the full movie a couple years ago just for nostalgia reasons it was on youtube oh sweet yeah good to know what'd you got todd what'd you say todd you say anything no i don't really have anything um nothing from nowadays but i guess when i was a kid um exorcist is always pretty good and jaws because that movie that's my go-to scared me movie okay cool i concur with exorcist oh hell yeah yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, that is it, guys, for questions this week. Um, we thank you, as always, for sending in those questions. Um, yeah, just find us on social media. Uh, basically, the day of our recording, I post it up on social media, so you can send your questions in that way. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or send that email, horror at gmail.com. Uh, if you like this segment, we can't do it without you guys, so keep sending in those questions in. Yeah, before we get into what watched, uh, our next episode is going to be about uh, Boar. It's out on uh, Shutter right now. We actually have an interview with the director that we'll be tagging on there. So if you don't want to get spoiled, go ahead out and uh, watch Boar so you can uh, listen with us. Yeah, and we'll also be doing Child's Play within the next couple of weeks too because that is going to be releasing in theaters. So go and uh, check that out as well. So I might have outspoken. Yeah, so it might be a child's play is next. Yeah, <laughs> but either way, watch Boar. And then Boar, but yeah, it, Boar, Boar will be coming soon. So go, yeah. Watch Boar is streaming on Shutter right now. And uh, yeah, we literally just direct, uh, interviewed the director, Chris Sun, so that interview will be coming. He was an awesome guest. Yep. All right, so let's jump into what watch. Let's have our guest host lead us off here. What's, uh, what's one of the titles? Um, the first movie I watched uh, as of recent was uh, a terrible movie. Uh, I've been in kind of a John Carpenter mood lately, so I remember back in the day I would I watched uh, Ghosts of Mars, and I thought it was bad then, and I just rewatched it, and I think it's uh, terrible now. <laughs> so, you don't, you don't I like just don't think Statham's there's anything hair. good about that movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> I recently gave it a rewatch too about a year ago and while I don't hate it it's definitely like a big what were you thinking kind of movie <laughs> yeah I just I don't know I just there's I about fall asleep every time I watch it so I don't know it's uh it's not a big one for me but I do love Carpenter yeah uh first one I get tonight actually I have a couple since we are going to be reviewing uh interviewing Charlie uh, son, um, the director of Boar. I Chris just uh, oh, sorry, Chris Son. <laughs> uh, since far. we did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm all fucked up right now. Uh, Chris Son. Uh, I watched a couple of his movies. So the first one I watched was Charlie's Farm. Um, I know you said you saw this one, Todd. Did you see this one, Chase? I have not. Okay. So basically, what this one is about is. Kind of like a throwback slashery type movie. It also it honestly reminds me of like a '90s style slasher, um, where you got 
these, you know, four teenage kids, including Tara Reed, uh, haven't seen her, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, looking for a paycheck, I think, in this movie, because she totally, like, phones it in this whole movie. But uh, the four of them, like, you know, they're in Australia, they're, they want to go to this old abandoned farm uh, called Charlie's Farm that is kind of a local urban legend where, you know, they're, there's a uh, you know the townsfolk talk about this guy this guy Charlie who still kind of haunts the farm and stuff like that so they go out there and Charlie's alive and you know wreaks havoc on uh, these kids um overall it's I thought it was okay it, it didn't blow me away um there it it literally took an hour until we actually see Charlie in this movie um well like adult charlie as a killer we get some flashback scenes and whatnot but that is just way too goddamn long um it just took too long to get going um there was some pretty cool inventive kills including a dick chop off jam in your throat to kill the guy scene which was super uh, fun and creative um and you know it had some decent uh like laughs in it and whatnot but some of the acting was just downright awful. Um, Tara lead, Tara Reed being in the lead on that one. Um, but I mean, I think it's like a decent one time watch, but if you got nothing else going on. Yeah. I, my big problem was the same with you. It's, it takes way too long to get to the point, but, um, I do like the practicals in that movie. And then I just don't buy the girl getting with the big dude at all. Yeah. I'm like, no way is this guy landing her. I guess he's, what is he nicknamed? Like Moose or something? Yeah. For his dick or something like that? They say he's like hung like a horse. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. So my first one is Psycho 3. Um, I really love Psycho 2. Did you see Psycho 2, Joe? I've yet to watch it. It's it's on the list, but I've yet to to pull the trigger on it. What about you, Chase? Have you seen Psycho 2? I haven't seen Psycho 2 either. All right. Well, Psycho 2 I absolutely love. I think it's almost a little bit better than the original Um, Blasphemy, I know. But uh, Psycho 3 picks up right where Psycho 2 left off. And the end of Psycho 2, he goes on another murder spree. Uh, And this one, he's not caught, so he's still going at it. Um, But he's trying to not, like the whole movie. Um, It's... I would say this Psycho Part 3 is when he almost has sex. That's what I would describe it as because he's actually going to nail this girl. But he ruins it and his mom comes back and then he just starts killing people. Um, it's not nearly as good as 2 or 1, but it's definitely better than Part 4, which is going to be my next title I'm going to talk about. What's your uh, second one, Chase? Uh, my second one is probably one you've seen. Uh, it's <laughs> I watched uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a horror fan, I think that movie is like prime time. Like, I think it's great because it's hilarious, and I don't think I don't I don't think it could be made any worse than it was. So, and just that guy's the main guy is acting in it is just atrocious, and it, I just laugh my head off every time I watch it. Yeah, the pathetic cop that he takes his gun from. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, my next one was another Chris Sun movie. Um, not Charlie, but uh, I watched uh, Daddy's Little Girl. Um, to me, this was easily his best movie, I would say, out of the four he's directed. Um, this one is a straight revenge flick. 
Um, so how it goes is this, uh, you know, this family man, this dad, uh, his daughter goes missing, and unfortunately she is found murdered. There's not really a, that's not really a spoiler because it's in the plot synopsis of the movie, but uh, his daughter is brutally murdered, his young daughter, you know, probably six, seven years old, pretty disturbing, um, and basically he, f- I won't go too deep into it, or spoilery, but he finds out um, who killed his daughter, um, and he basically kidnaps the guy and severely, severely tortures him, um, you know, straight, straight revenge flick, and... This movie was really, really good. It was better than I expected it to be. Now, don't get me wrong; it's an indie. It is an indie movie, so there's definitely some, you know, um, not perfect stuff in it. And um, you know, I think kind of with a lot of his movies, they're the di- it, they can be a little dialogue heavy from time to time. This one is definitely the um, least of his of dialogue heavy out of his four movies because um, there's like a, a straight forty minutes of just brutal brutal torture scenes i mean this is just like straight up torture porn uh you know saw-esque hostile type stuff really really brutal um he talked a little bit about it in the interview actually um you know you got some barbed wire going up the ass stuff in here you got kneecaps being broken just really really brutal stuff um so if you're into you know uh you know saw type movies hostile type movies but also a movie that has um some emotion and a good story to it um definitely recommend checking out daddy's little girl yeah i don't think i could watch that one just because of the the beginning yeah i mean if you got kids it's definitely a tough watch i will say though todd um they don't go too deep into the child killings and stuff like that it's um like off-screen stuff so that might make it a little easier for you Eh, whatever alright so my (laughs) my next one is Psycho 4 The Beginning Uh, this one's directed by Mick Garris who I kind of lean towards is not a good director Um, yeah he's done more bad bad than good definitely and his yeah whatever Um, but anyway this one I forgot to mention part 3 he gets arrested again so part 2 is 20 years later set after 1 where he's rehabilitated uh, let go because of um, insanity shit. So he goes back to the, the hotel. Um, so part two, he kills again, and then part three, he kills again, and then he rests his ass. So part four, somehow he gets let go out of prison again, and he's living a new life, and he calls into a radio show that happens to be having a topic about uh, people that kill their mothers. Okay, so it's a perfect setup for him. Uh, so he calls in, and basically it just goes through his life... Um, from when he was like a toddler up till now. Uh, Henry Thomas plays the majority of young Norman Bates, and he does a really good job. Um, the mother is actually like a smoke show. She's pretty hot in this one, so it's kind of hard to not like her. Um, but there's some underlying sexual tension between them. Like he'll get boners when she's like wrestling with him and tickling him and shit in, in her underwear. And she's like, I'm going to cut that shit off and all that. So it's pretty crazy. Um, but overall, there's a lot of weird stuff, and there's a lot of weird... I just I can't see it blaming anyone but Mick Garris. Like he'll have close-ups on lips and teeth when they're talking, just that in the frame, and it's like really it's just gross, you know, seeing someone's teeth up close when they're talking. Um, overall, good. Worst of the series, well, not worst of the series. The remake's the worst of the series. Um, but yeah, one, a good one-time watch, especially if you're into like Norman Bates and stuff like that. Chase. 
I watched, because uh, I'd never seen it before, I've seen the original, but I watched the uh, 2007, I think it's 2007, remake of The Hitcher. Um, it's, I think, I've never been a big fan of the original, but I actually did like the remake. Uh, I've seen some people hate on it, but I don't know how you could hate on it, because Sophia Bush is in it, and she is, uh, she it, she's a smoke show as well. Um, I, I just think it's good. I think Sean Bean's good at, as the killer, and you know, I think there's there's differences in the original and the remake, but uh, I think as far as remakes go, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, I saw that in the theater, and I think that might have been the last time I saw it, but I uh, remember enjoying it. Yeah, I haven't seen that's same same with me, Todd. I haven't seen that one forever. I, it actually would probably be a fresh watch because I don't remember a lot about it. Yeah. Um, my last one for tonight is actually a TV show I just started, and it's uh, Nosferatu. I don't know if either of you guys have caught any of it yet. Uh-uh. Nope. I have not. All right. Um, so this one is a based on the novel from Joe Hill, who is famously known as Stephen King's son, but he's, a, he's an all right writer on his own. Have you ever read anything from him, Todd? No. I know you've met him, right? Yeah, I met him a few years back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, haven't haven't read anything yet. Yes, so he's done Nosferatu, and he also did um oh god, uh, Lock and Key, which is like a really famous um comic series, and he also did Horns, um which was made into a movie with Daniel Radcliffe. I didn't like that movie. Yeah, it was yeah, it wasn't great. But anyway, yeah, I wasn't a fan uh, either. Yeah. Um, so I started out on start up on Nosferatu, which is currently on uh, AMC on Sunday nights, I believe. I believe it follows Walking Dead, um, but I wouldn't know because I haven't watched Walking Dead in forever. But um, this one's okay. So I'm three episodes in so far. Um, it's a bit slow moving, like and it kind of reminds me of Walking Dead in that way, where sometimes it takes a little long to get to the point. Um, but it's an interesting story so far. Um, so basically, we have. This uh, Zachary Quinto's in it, who I think is a great actor, um, Star Trek fame, and also um, was in a couple of seasons of American Horror Story. Freaking Spock, but, right? Uh, yeah, Spock in the new Star Trek. Yep. Uh, but basically, he plays this uh, basically uh, really old-looking vampire, but he gets younger, obviously, by he takes the souls of children, pretty much, and promises to take him to a place called Christmas Land. And uh, so he's he drives around in this uh, really old um, Rolls Royce Wraith. And, uh, you know, he, so we meet him, and he's, you know, stealing the souls of these children and whatnot. Um, and then we meet this girl who lives um, in Massachusetts, and, you know, she's kind of um, in a broken home and, and, you know, with an abusive alcoholic father and stuff like that. And, um... We find out she has, like, this superpower where she, um, you know, she rides a motorcycle and she finds this bridge in the woods that really doesn't exist and she can drive through it and um, it takes her into, like, you know, sort of a different dimension, I guess you could, not really a different dimension, more uh, she can kind of, uh, not time hop, but she can jump from, like, one state to another or, like, you know, stuff like that, so, um... And this guy finds out that she has this, like, superpower, and I guess she's a threat to him. And, you know, now he's kind of after her. 
Um, so it's kind of like a vampire show, but we haven't really gotten too much into the vampire stuff yet. I mean, it's still early going, three episodes in. Um, it's a little slow to start, but it's keeping me interested enough to keep watching. Um, did you, uh, is, um, gosh, what's that fucking vampire show? The other one, that's funny. Oh, what we do in the shadows? Yeah, I is, finished the season, I absolutely loved it. it. Oh, I was, I, that was my question, if it's done, because I want to try that, yeah. do that Hulu trials, you can watch it real quick. Yeah, yeah, binge it, man, it's, I think it was ten episodes in total the first season, and it was so fucking good, I loved every episode. Right on. Yeah, right. the show looks great. I love the movie. I haven't seen the yeah. show yet, though. If, if you like the movie, I think you'll definitely like the show. Same type of humor. Um, the three vampire. Uh, so the, in this, the show, they have two male vampires and a female vampire. Um, but the two male vampires are very similar to um, the male vampires on the show. And the, the inclusion of the female vampire... I think is a good idea for the television show and yeah there's a lot of funny shit a lot of really fun cameos you got um wesley snipes reprises his role as blade in one episode <laughs> that's so cool yeah all right i gotta it's watch awesome. it uh, yeah and there's a couple of i won't say everyone else but there's a couple of other surprise um vampires from like other movies and shit so yeah it's a, it's a lot of fun hell yeah all right, so my third and final here is an old one, uh, 1976, The Witch Who Came From the Sea. Um, I had never heard of this. Arrow put out a three-disc uh, collection called American Horror Project, and it has like, random old-school horror movies that aren't really uh, widely known. But anyway, it's about a girl, um, she's probably in you know, her 30s or whatever, that is really horny. And she'll be like walking her niece and nephew on the beach, and she'll see some dudes working out, and she'll just like start uh, staring at their ass and their their dicks, and then suddenly just start imagining killing them, like hanging them, cutting off limbs, shit like that. Um, so she has these weird, violent fantasies until one night she's watching like football, and she starts talking about, it. and everyone she talks about is like extremely awkward. Like she'd be like, "Hey, look at that football player." He's like, "Oh, he's such a beautiful man. He's perfect. He can be blah blah blah." So she's watching football, and then the receiver and the quarterback come on like a commercial, and she starts talking about how beautiful they are. And then it goes to another fantasy where she has them both in bed. They're going to have a threesome. She ties them up and just starts like murdering them, right? Turns out the next day, though, they find those football players in real life killed in a bizarre fashion. So you're like, oh, is it in her head? Is she imagining it? Can she sense what's happening? Whatever. Um, She continues to have weird-ass fantasies. It turns out she's like this because, and I can't believe they went there. I guess it was a different time in the 70s, but they had a young actress, uh, like maybe 10 years old or something, um, simulate being raped by her 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 dad. And Yeesh. it was it was very, I, I just, I felt like dirty. I had to look away because you have the girl laying on her back with her legs spread open like, you know, missionary. And then this, this fucking adult man on top of her and I'm just like what I just don't fathom how they could have filmed it that way and like someone would let their fucking daughter act like that but it was just it was just a weird choice and I'm assuming that has part to play with why it's you know not, not a wide release but as for the movie it is worth a watch because it's just so out there and so strange and the girl the main chick is just so weird um and then uh, at the end I'll spoil it is she ends up killing herself by taking a bunch of Excedrin but then she calls her niece and nephew into the room and talks to them and like makes them give her kisses and shit as she dies. It's just, it's just a fucking weird ass movie. 
That sounds so fucking it's, bizarre. Is it, is it a horror movie or is it a drama? <laughs> uh, well, it's a horror because she ends up she she kills a bunch of people. Like towards the end, she starts like embracing her fantasies. Um, yeah, but it's just it's like a it's just fucking weird, man. How did you find? Was this on Shutter or something? No, Arrow put out the set that was uh, like uh, weird movies that don't have wide releases, and that was one of them. Interesting. So, would you recommend that one? I recommend it as a like an experiment in what the fuck movies. Okay. Yeah, from the seventies. So, uh, the witch that came from the sea. It's right. Fucking weird. Right. But um, all right. That concludes what watched. Okay. I'm gonna throw on the banana splits trailer for you guys at home or driving in your car or whatever, and we'll come right back. <laughs> Going to the banana splits. Sometimes at night, I see the splits riding around in the little cars, laughing and singing. Who's excited to see the banana splits? Yeah! Rebecca, I'm canceling the show. What? Hey, kids, put on your ha- happiest faces. Because the Banana Split Show is about to begin. Where are the children? Mom, get out of here. Time's almost up. Why are you doing this to me? Let me out! Now the show can go on forever and ever and ever. Come on, you fuzzy son of a... I just really want your brother's birthday to be perfect. We're gonna have so much fun. All right, um, Joe, I know you're eager to talk about it, so why don't you lead off? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I guess I'm just eager to talk about it just because of how fucking ridiculous like, the premise is. So, like, I didn't watch the Banana Splits growing up. Obviously, it was, like, way before my... Um, I think, well, obviously all of ours, you know, uh, you know, it was way before our time. That's a real thing. Uh, I thought it was made up. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a real thing. It was, it was, so it was a Hannah, um, Barbera show back in the sixties. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it was like, you know, during like the Yogi Bear times and stuff like that. It it was a morning cartoon where these, you know, (laughs) guys in these costumes would just do all this like crazy shit. So the fact that they ended up making a horror movie about it, you know, 50 years later or whatever, is just outrageous. I don't know how they got the rights or the licensing to go from a kid's movie to making it a straight horror movie. That's probably an interesting story in itself and something I, I'm definitely going to have to do some research on. I'm assuming, like, the licensing must have, you know, just kind of gotten lost in translation and then a horror, this, you know, company picked it up and decided to make it into a horror movie. Um, but this movie looks awful but in a good way like you know uh, you know it, it's it, apparently sci-fi is putting it out so i don't know if it's you know gonna be uh on tv because on the trailer it says coming out on you know blu-ray dvd soon so i'm assuming it's gonna get that treatment but also get the sci-fi television treatment as well um you know it's it's a sci-fi movie so i'm not expecting much out of it but just the premise and just the outrageousness of how this movie looks uh, I'm I'm personally excited for it. I'm 
I'm just hoping for just a, a cheesy good time with it. What do you think, Chase? Uh, I'm excited about it because, yeah, like Joe said, it, it does look terrible, but it looks fun to me. Uh, I, uh, When I was a kid, I would watch what Nickelodeon, and after, you know, late at night, Nick at Night would come on, and then they would play, like, Happy Days and all that kind of stuff. But then, like, later on, the Banana Splits would come on. And so I've seen quite a few episodes of the Banana Splits when I was a kid or whatever. And I saw somebody arguing, like, I guess it was Facebook, saying, like, oh, how can they make this <laughs> this child's uh, uh, show a horror film? And, I mean, if you really go back and watch those old episodes of it, you, <laughs> I don't think it was that big of a deal for it to be a child's film or show because like it just because the they just dance around and do dumb shit and it looks like like the way they filmed it it looks like whoever was directing or wrote it was on a big acid trip so i don't think it's like a big shocker that it was made into a film or a horror film yeah as for me i think if they i i kind of want them not to acknowledge how ridiculous the premise is and just play it as a straight horror movie i think that's the way to do it if they start saying like you know what i mean like if they just yeah like self-aware yeah exactly so i think it has potential um and i'm looking forward to but i would probably skip sci-fi because i'll edit it out and i'll just probably pick up a blu-ray or hopefully it goes to netflix or something so we can see it uncut right yeah i mean it it has to be over the top like ridiculous like they can't I mean, I don't think they're going to try to take it seriously. Obviously, you're making a fucking movie about these, you know, pop these... I mean, I, I think they are supposed to be animatronics, right? Because, like, at one point, like, half of his face is a robot or something. At yeah, one point, it looks like the Terminator. Yeah, so I'm assuming they're, like, going to be, like, robots in this or something like that. So, Or maybe they'll be, like, aliens or something like that. I don't know. Like, Or are they going to be just, like, guys in costumes that go crazy? It doesn't seem like they're going that approach. It seems like they're treating them as, like, real, uh, like, the characters as real people. So, I mean, it just has to be, like, a trauma-esque type movie where it's just, like, over-the-top ridiculous. That's the only way this movie's going to be good. Right on. All right, so we ready to talk about The Dead Don't Die? If we have if we have to. <laughs> All right, quick rundown here because there's not too much of a story to even talk about. Um, small town cops, small town city, whatever. Um, everyone knows what fracking is. They're drilling into the earth and shit. And on TV, they're saying it's going to mess up the axis of the earth, mess, mess everything up. Um, so zombies rise and these cops and all these town people that have extremely dry deliveries have to fight them, I guess. Um, even though there's not a lot of character development at all, they just go from one scene to the next trying to be awkward and funny. Um, so that's the end of the synopsis. Of, we're going to spoil this one, listener, so if you're not into that, if you haven't watched it yet, you can stop listening now because I think we're about to get into spoilers if you guys are okay with that. Let's do it. All right, Works so absolutely no plot in this movie. I didn't... I mean, I, I get it. These They're fighting zombies, but there was just like... This character would show up, we talk to him, and they never show up again, or they show up as a zombie. The same thing, like, Selena Gomez is in there. What was she in there for? Just to get her head cut off for a gag? Um, it's just, the whole movie was just like, hey, look who look who we have in this movie. 
they don't, they're not going to mean anything to the plot. Let's move on to the next scene. That's just, it was a chore to get through for me. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you, Todd. Um, you know, the only positive thing I can say about this movie, and I mean, I know, so, I don't, I don't know how Chase feels about it. I do know some people are liking this movie, and I, I really don't know why. <laughs> and I'd love to hear someone who's take on it who did like it. Um, but, um, yeah, like, it's just, there's no plot at all. The movie moves at such a slow pace that. You know, half uh, halfway through, I'm like, really? I was like, this. So this is what this movie is, huh? Like, it's just. And I will like preface this by saying I've never watched any of Jim Jarmusch's other films. So maybe if I had seen his other stuff, um, maybe I kind of would have known what I was in for. But this movie's trailer is just such a misdirection of like what this movie really is because the trailer makes it seem like it's going to be like this like really fun sort of action-packed, like, slapstick-type comedy. Um, and, I mean, I love, like, dry, sarcastic humor, but this movie is just way too dry. Um, there was a couple funny parts, like, with the, uh, what was it, the the wild, what was it, like, wild animals or something like that? And then they're, like, yeah. several wild animals like that, but that was funny, like, how they kept going back to, like, that and shit. I mean, there were a couple of funny scenes, but um, I'll, I'll let Chase talk about it, and then I, I'll get into it more. Um, I, I didn't dislike it, uh, and I think that's because when I went in, I was expecting something else from seeing the trailer. Um, like, I just, I think, I feel like this movie didn't know what it was, like, wanting to be as far as what type of movie or whatever. Uh, like you said, like, you'd see uh, one character one minute, and then you'd never see him again. Like, uh, who was it? Uh, is it RZA? He was oh, yeah. he was like the UPS or WUPS driver or something like that, yeah. and then you see him later and he's just a zombie and then you don't see him and like the kids at uh, whatever they were at what was that those kids yeah, yeah they were at like a, some sort of like youth detention facility or something yeah they get out of there and then you see them run off into the woods or whatever and you don't see them again because I was kind of waiting on that story to come back but <laughs> I don't know why I did. And, uh, I don't know, like, and I liked, uh, things I did like. I did like the, some of the humor. Uh, some of it reminded me of, like, not necessarily because his films are way better, but, like, you know how Tarantino has, like, two characters talking for a long Mm -hmm. period of time, and, you know, it's just this random conversation. That's kind of what it reminded me of between, like, uh, uh, Bill Murray and, uh, the other guy, whatever his name is. Adam Driver, yeah. So uh, I liked that aspect of it. Uh, I could have done without Tilda Swinton. Uh, I thought that was all weird, you know, because I was kind of getting into it just because, like, I was enjoying the dialogue and stuff like that and not knowing what they were going to do next because I don't think anybody could have told you how this film was going to go. Like, no, It's going to end badly, though. <laughs> yeah, it's going to end badly. <laughs> but, yeah, I was kind of into it. Like, And then towards the end when the... Tilda Swinton with the alien thing, I was like, oh, okay, I'm 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 ready to go now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. uh, other than that, I mean, I don't know, and I, I thought the 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 gore in it was kind of bad, like the CGI black blood that was spewing or whatever they were doing. They would chop the zombies' heads off or whatever. I thought that looked pretty bad, but um, I don't know. It was okay. 
I didn't hate it, but you know, I thought it could have been better. But I don't know. Yeah, so the only the the biggest thing I liked was Adam Driver and Bill Murray, their delivery. I thought their dry humor was pretty good. However, when they broke the fourth wall multiple times, I was just uh, no, like why? Why do you got it, it right in the beginning too? He's like, this song's familiar. Yeah, it's the theme song. Yeah. I was like, no, they're already doing that. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I was, I like kind of like just like overlooked that. I was like, uh, that's fucking weird. Like, but I was like, I really hope they don't do something like that again. And then that was all you know, ending. Towards the whole, yeah. The once that the end, man. Like that fourth wall break. They just like totally lost me. Um, and I, I don't mind movies that. Um, break the fourth wall, but I feel like you kind of have to earn it, and this movie just didn't earn it. Like this, you know, they, uh, they like the, the the dialogue in the whole movie just to me just seems so like unbelievable. Like that's not how people would react, you know, like in situations like that. Um, and I'm I understand it's supposed to be like a dry type movie and shit, but it just I, I just I just didn't buy it. It just seemed totally unbelievable to me, and. You know, with that full fourth wall break, it just made me roll my eyes. And then when fucking that fucking spaceship came out with <laughs> Tilda Swinton, like I was like, literally, someone in my theater yelled out, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" Um, and that, and I, that was that's me. Exactly, that's exactly how I felt about the whole movie. Like after that, like I've like always joked to like my friends and like people. I'm like, I want to make like this like super serious movie, like Saving Private Ryan. And then, like, have, like, an alien spaceship just come out of nowhere. And that's, like, kind of how, like, maybe not as, like, extreme, but that's kind of, like, how that felt to me when that happened. Like, it just felt like a huge, like, fuck you, um, like, from the director, like, just, like, trolling the audience. And it just, like, totally pissed me off. Like, that whole third act, I was just, like, rolling my eyes, and I was just sitting there, like, pissed off the whole, like, about it. I mean, there's absolutely, there's no structure, there's no there's nothing like we why do we like these characters and then it felt like they didn't even write a script it, it felt like they just wrote dialogue and they put them in situations right. and like what do we do now oh well oh why do you keep saying that it's gonna end badly well because i read the script you didn't get the script no i only got parts of it like ah it's it's just like a cheap cop out and then like chase mentioned the fucking black dust for blood i was like yeah i can't put blood in the damn movie to at least Please, the horror hounds, you know, or the gore hounds, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just a giant miss, personally. For yeah, me. and I, to, another big thing was the the zombies never felt like a threat. No. Like the whole, like sure they were killing people and stuff like that, but there was never like that scene where you know, like you know, and even The Walking Dead did it like better than that. You know, like where you have like that tension filled scene where you're you're racing a little bit and you're like oh shit are they gonna get out of this or and it was just like never anything like that the zombies were just kind of there um as you know kind of like a plot device but like i mean i just don't think the director was ever intending to make like a a zombie comedy movie um he just kind of threw them in there because i it felt like he just threw them in there because he knows that people horror fans or people of zombie you know genre fans would go and see it and like that's the only reason he threw them in there i did i did like the funniest moment for me was adam driver pulling up in the smart car that was pretty good <laughs> yeah, yeah i did laugh at that and i, I yeah, like the that's good i, I like the the awkward i guess what gas station slash comic book guy yep he's pretty caleb, cool. uh, <laughs> caleb landry yeah, jones from get out fame oh yeah that's right he's a creepy brother yeah. 
Yeah, he's a creepy uh, brother and get out. Yep. You got a, you got a killer body, bro, or something, whatever he says to Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he was, he was probably the most relatable character for us. <laughs> the, like the horror fan had, what do you have, a Romero shirt on? Was it? Uh, or no, Nosferatu. Nosferatu, that's right. But the, then he comments about the Romero car style car that uh, yeah. Selena Gomez and her friends are driving. Yeah. And then what is like that the about when, like Selena Gomez's like uh, there's like what is there like stars above her head at one point? Is there really? I think it was like showing that he was like mesmerized by her or something, yeah. but it was stupid. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I did like that they because uh, I wasn't expect because I don't know why I thought this because nothing made sense in this movie, but I was uh, I wasn't expecting them to find the. Selena Gomez and her friends dead. I thought they were going to be a big part of the movie, and I'm I was glad that <laughs> they were gone whenever they found them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like literally everyone dies in this movie, right? Like the the zombies take over and win, um, which usually would be a, a kind of a cool thing, cool ending. But with this movie, just nope. Like, <laughs> didn't work. Yeah. Um. But well, all right, I got a good question for you guys. So, w- one thing I really did like about this movie is that the zombies gravitate towards what they liked in, uh, in like, real life. So, they would be walking around saying, you know, Chardonnay or uh, what, what are some of the other ones Coffee. saying? Coffee. Yeah. Uh, guitar. Guitar, yeah. So, <laughs> what would your zombie say? Oh, probably something oh, embarrassing. No. <laughs> yeah, something like that. asshole. <laughs> the fucking Todd zombie, shut up. I would probably say rum. Right, yeah, yeah, you're fucking Captain Morgan. Yeah, your guy, your guy, your guy would be like jalapeno pizza. <laughs> yeah, there you go. My guy would be like Arizona green tea. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, I. Uh, what would your zombie overall, say, Chase? Uh, beer. <laughs> beer. Yeah. Stepsister porn. Your beer of choice. <laughs> My beer of choice. Yeah. Um. Shiner. Oh, okay. Yeah, big Shiner fan. Nice. All right, should we get into ratings? Sure. All right. Chase. Oh, man. I don't know. Is this out of 10? Yes. Yep. Uh, I'm probably... Man, like I said, I liked some of the dialogue. Um, and I liked that I, when I was watching it, I didn't know what was going to happen. Happen. Just uh, I didn't figure what, what would happen would be just a pile of crap. So... Um, I'll probably give this one a uh, three out of ten. It was no, no. I'm being. I'm. I'll, I'll do a four. Four out of ten. Right. Joe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. I. I fucking hate this movie. I really <laughs> did. There. There's not. There was like. I really had no positives. The only positive I would say is the cast. Um. You know, really good cast, but such a waste of the cast and just a waste of. Just everything. I, it was just easily the most disappointed I've been in the theater this year. 
the most disappointed I've been in the theater in quite a long time. I haven't been that pissed off, like, just walking out of the theater. Like, the fourth wall break and the alien chip stuff was just such a slap in the face, I thought. Um, just didn't work for me. Nothing. Um, definitely going to be on my worst of the year list. No doubt about it. Um, you know, there were a few decent parts of comedy and stuff, but overall a complete total miss for me. I'm giving this one a 3 out of 10. <laughs> Yeah, very. Yeah, um, this is my lowest ranked film of the year so far, sitting at a three and a half. Um, three and a half points go all to the comp book guy and uh, <laughs> and to um, Kylo Ren. <laughs> That's about it, man. This. Uh, which one did you like better, Joe? The Final Wish or this one? Oh man, because uh, Final Wish is pretty bad, but I have it rated at a five, so I guess I'd have to do Dead Don't I, Die. I, I think I had Final Wish at it like a four. Um, you know, I mean, this movie was probably made better and shit like that, but this movie pissed me off a lot more than the Final Wish did, so I, I would probably say this was worse. Yeah, this movie wasted wasted your time, like, straight up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Whereas, like, I felt like they actually were kind of trying, like, with uh, Final Wish, whereas this one was just like... I don't know what it was. Like, I, I think the director was just friends with a lot of these actors and was like, hey, let's just, like, make this fucking, like, movie. And I, I don't know. It just felt like everyone was phoning it in. Like, yeah. I, I guess that's what he was going for or, like, the humor he was going for. But I don't know. I didn't get it. <laughs> they should have just had them play themselves then if that was the, yeah, the route, see, you know? I, I would have been totally down for that. Like, had it been, like, completely self-aware where it's, like, these actors are playing themselves. Like, you know? Like, I would have been way more on board with that. Um, I guarantee this movie is going to have some people being pretentious, saying, well, you just don't get it. You're dumb. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. There's always those people. Yeah, yeah I, was, man, I was reading people who said they loved it, and I'm like, That's I don't cool. get why you loved it, but hey, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I just want to know why, like you said earlier, like why, like what made it yeah. what made it great to you. Um, but yeah, universally, three guys not approved. Um, so, I mean... Watch it on Netflix, maybe. Uh, I wouldn't even bother. Maybe not. (laughs) I straight wouldn't bother. I would not bother watching this. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Do we have our Instagram about the movie? Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, Thank you for reminding me. Um, So uh, this one comes to us from our buddies, That Strange Show. Um, We kind of already talked about this. He said, but uh, why do you think some people loved it and why some hated it? Well, you heard why we hated it, and we would, you know, if you did love this movie and you're a listener, please email us in. I would love your take on why you thought it was a good movie. Yep. Um, And then Super Retro Throwback Reviews wanted to know, um, did you catch the Wu-Tang Clan reference in the movie? I didn't. No, I didn't catch that. No, I missed it too. I'm not sure what he's referring to. We'll have to look that up. <laughs> or not. <laughs> <laughs> or not, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm assuming maybe they're in it? I don't know. No, I don't know. He said a reference, so I'm assuming not. Um, okay, and then Jay, so Jay Wall, I think may have some uh maybe this was a positive review uh he said it's one of those jokes where you either get it or you're part of the joke the zombie the zombie genre should be dead but it's just not and everything this movie right down to the title embraces that thought still doesn't explain it to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
Um, and then we had a lot of people just saying horrible movie, waste of time. Um, just people giving their opinions on it. Um, but okay, uh, Joe Quilty wanted to know. He said uh, this poster looked a lot like the Zombieland Two poster. Did this movie take it, or did they have it first? Um, I'm assuming they're just piggybacking off. Rip, yeah, I would assume they're just kind of ripping satirical, off of it. Yeah, yeah. See, like I thought this movie was gonna be like the Zombie Land, mm-hmm. and that's why I was excited for it. But it is absolutely nothing, completely different humor than Zombie Land. Yeah. Um, I think that is it for our the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter questions. Yep, that that is it. Um, for that. All right. Um, well, that's the end of the show, guys. Make sure you write us in through guys of horror Gmail, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all that <laughs> Facebook shit. Thanks to Chase for filling in. We really appreciate it. And, Thanks for uh, having me on, guys. Hell yeah! Hope you guys. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Bye. Bye. See ya.